everybody out there on the internet. Welcome to this episode of Party of Two. Uh, hopefully you're listening to us on Anchor, wherever you get your podcast. Or if you want to join us live, you can always hit us up at twitch.tv slash markbdonica, where we record the podcast live every week. Welcome to the show. As you can see from the title, we're going to be talking about Epic Universe and the future of the proposed rides therein, as well as where those proposed rides may actually end up. I'm one of your hosts, the Internet's Mark B. Donica. And I'm your other host, the Internet's Andrea Donica. Man, so this one has kind of been a long time coming. We've had this yeah. one in the wheel bank for a minute, but then like news keeps sort of rolling and chugging along and and it seems a lot more likely that this rumor is actually a reality yeah i mean we had to kind of hold off because obviously with covid19 everything surrounding the pandemic plans change they have to be reevaluated um there's always you know plan a plan b plan c and so forth um and there are certain contracts in the works certain priorities and intellectual properties that need to be utilized within a certain span of time and it is important to get things built for some of those contracts so you can't wait too long so let's start for the folks that may not know epic universe is universal orlando's fourth gate that they announced last year heavily rumored for a long time they finally came out and said hey, we're building this, we're doing this. The land has been bought, the land has been cleared, and it was rumored for a 2023 opening. And And, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Mark, but in case you're confused because Mark said fourth gate, uh, Universal considers their water park, Volcano Bay, as a third theme park. Mm -hmm. They call it a theme water park. Um, and whether you agree with that or not, that's up to you. But for them, they're looking at this as their fourth gate. So continue. Well, because of Islands of Adventure being so like heavily, like there's a lot of water stuff in there and how much they yeah. just sort of like splash water at you at any given ride. I think the whole property should be considered a water a water park. I, I mean, it's their, their islands. You get, so. Well, I just mean all of Universal. You get wet on Jimmy Fallon. So like. Yeah, just yeah. How much they well, Universal always loves their their fog and misting effects. <laughs> it's on every I've, ride warning. Gotta I, be careful. Yeah, I've been a victim of that. If you have any sort of allergy to uh, some of that stuff, um, and, and something goes wrong on one of their rides, you can get really sick. You I, may be entitled to a huge <laughs> cash settlement. You know what? I'll I'll even say too is just a little side note, real quick for our friends at home. <laughs> Um, back when Back to the Future was still open, there was a point where we were riding it and there was a problem with our vehicle and it was fogging us literally the entire ride. So I was hacking, coughing by the end and I couldn't really walk around well. Um, what did they, did they give you just like a front of the line stuff? Yeah. Like we went to first aid and I could tell that they were panicked with how to respond to me because obviously they didn't want a lawsuit to come into play. And finally I said, I I don't want to sue anybody. I don't want to make a big deal. I just want a wheelchair so that I don't have to walk because I don't feel well. And then they were like, okay. Verbal contract. (laughs) Not going to sue us. Verbal contract. And and then they took care of me and and that was that. But I've noticed ever since that instance um the the fog effects aren't as intense as they used to be 
just in general. Yeah. Uh, like the thankfully there aren't. I don't really think there are any on Simpsons. No, I no. don't think there are. Uh, yeah, I guess not in too many places, but they they happen. So. What this episode is going to be is Beyond Blue Sky, where we are going to be figuring out... We talked about it a little bit when we were referring to... The, when we were talking about the, the possible Spongebob... I say possible. My dream of a Spongebob <laughs> bikini bottom somewhere on Universal Orlando property. We referenced that there's a rumor that Super Nintendo World might get built in Universal Orlando. As Andrea said, that licensing contract... You know, it's years away still, but... We don't know the exact time frame, but they have to build within a certain period of time per their agreement with Nintendo in order for them to be able to build it in the first place. Yeah, and California, at least the... the It's not as done as Japan is, because no. Japan is essentially done. But we'll find out soon how done Bowser's Castle is looking to be and what the area around Bowser's Castle might look like now that we have a definitive look at Japan being done and what the I'd say what the second step of that land may be I would say step one is just Mario Kart step two is like full theming with the Yoshi ride and then what the the following phases are I want to save Nintendo Land for last because there's a couple of things that have been sort of looking us in the face I say general general us <laughs> have been looking us in the face this entire time, stuff that hasn't been discussed. I've There's a lot of Nintendo right now, Super Mario, uh, Super Mario All-Stars 3D, or 3D Super Mario, whatever. Something there's like a, that. There's a new Mario collection coming out, and so I've been thinking more about like Nintendo and this and that. But looking at the, the map of what Epic Universe is supposed to be, it was rumored to have like a vague space theme with universe like there's a lot of constellations in the logo it yeah. looks kind of like an astrolabe and there's a rumored space themed dueling coaster that's not a part of any of the universes but is just sort of shoots off the side and so we don't we don't next to nothing about that it's the universe and epic universe i guess epic uni- universe coast uh, whatever whatever space coaster. not space mountain but the other, but it is on the right hand side of the park too, which I think is really funny. Like that cracks me up every time I look at it. I'm like, vaguely space themed coaster. Just go to the right, and there it is. It's outdoors. Um, so the rumored lands, and if you look at them, kind of you can kind of figure it out. Uh, Burke from How to Train Your Dragon. Is, is it France? Fran- like France from the the Wizarding World. Or is it? It's France from Wizarding World. Yeah. So from the uh, the Fantastic Beasts franchise, there is just a third Harry Potter, third Harry Potter land that takes place in the Fantastic Beasts, and then Universal Monsters and Nintendo Land, as we previously talked about. So of all of these, is there is there one that you think they would cut? Is there one where if you're like, you know what, if we if we didn't have to build one. Let's not build that one. So for me personally, I don't think that Fantastic Beasts is going to get built, period. Because the franchise, or at least that set of films within the Harry Potter universe, aren't doing well. And considering all of the recent controversies with J.K. Rowling coming out um, and people 
being very upset with what she's been saying. It, it's so. kind of already casting a dark shadow. There was already a complication, of course, with uh, controversies with Johnny Depp. And while he might have mostly been uh, cleared of that in terms of the public perception, J.K. Rowling is like, you know, considered like the gatekeeper of Harry Potter. Like she she has literally been gatekeeping it this entire time. And her making these comments combined with the recent movies not doing as well and just I'm sorry not being as good. Uh, I mean I I appreciate in terms of uh the visuals of like the the Fantastic Beasts. They're pretty cool. Um the creatures are really fun. Um, but while there are certain things that are really interesting that you would want to see, they're not necessarily delving into those storylines. They're kind of, (laughs) they're skirting around them, you know, with Dumbledore. Um, and I just, I don't think it's going to get built because it's winding down. I think that you know, no matter what, the original Harry Potter stories are going to continue to be very marketable. People are still going to want to come and see them. But I don't think Fantastic Beasts is really going to drive attendance to this theoretical theme park. No. And I think that it could easily be swapped for something else. I just, I don't see people really wanting to show up for it. Now, visually, the setting of... um. Uh, a 1920s, 1930s style France would be beautiful, and like also, absolutely the, gorgeous. The rumor is that it, the attractions would be based on the two different ministries of magic that we saw. Yeah, and that's cool. But other than like, to me, you don't need this land to have a British Ministry of Magic themed attraction. No, and to have like a French based world, fine. I, th- I think that would be fun. But at the same Seems time, like you also think about uh, Epcot, you know, with their expansion for Ratatouille, mm-hmm. that's going to be opening potentially sometime this year. We, we don't even know. I mean, it's it's very close to completion, but there are certain things that are slowing them down. Uh, we, we've seen in the past with Disney and Universal, if one park builds something... Um, that is kind of in the same vein or kind of like a same general idea or setting the other team might not want to build it anymore because it's like oh well they've already done that and it's also in Orlando let's do something different I want like I still want them to do something indoors like there's a lot of stuff that seems like it would walk especially in Florida like it it was storming earlier today but it was a a thing of Let's do something where weather isn't a factor. People yeah. can find solace somewhere instead of it just being, oh, we got some umbrellas. But <laughs> the, I, I agree in terms of the, the Wizarding World concept also seemed, amongst this theme park, seemed to be the weakest. Like, it, it yeah. seemed very shoehorned and doesn't necessarily have a place. Now, now what we're going to do with the leftover lands, is try to figure out a place on Universal property, and again, similarly to our SpongeBob episode, we have pulled up Google Maps to where uh, we can see how much land in each park can be dedicated to Burke, Universal Monsters, 
and Super Nintendo World. And again, we're going to hold Super Nintendo World to the end. Uh, we've got some uh, some ride and, and experience ideas from folks in the community, which I humbly thank you for, because it opened my eyes to like further and further and further expanded uh, sort of little nuggets of information that I had in my head. But we're going to get to those. And if you are watching or, or listening right now, we'd love for you to interact with us live at twitch.tv slash markredonica or on Twitter at party of two pod. But let's take a look. Which, which do you want to start with then? You know what? I say we kind of uh, go left to right going around. Ter- but let's try to what land in Epic Universe do you want to try to place? Um, okay, let's. Let's start with Burke. Burke. Okay. Do you, do you want to, then what park would you like to start with? Do you want to try Universal Orlando or do you want to try Islands of Adventure? Hmm. Well, I guess when I think of, so here, here's what I would then pose to you. Mm -hmm. Which park between Universal Studios Orlando and Islands of Adventure needs more children-aimed rides. Uh, neither, really. Like, I think both... I think Universal has more fun for the whole family. I think Universal Orlando... Or, or um, Islands of Adventure is... They split that gradient apart. And so you have some family rides, but you mostly have thrills or kids especially with cat in the hat yeah so i think looking at burke and there's a wonderful high-res photo of epic universe there's uh like a kids glider which is like pterodon gliders that excuse me there is a flying coaster that is supposed to make you feel like you're flying on a dragon which reminds me of like a tatsu at universe wow at six flags magic mountain (laughs) Uh, stage show, some sort of a boat ride. It looks like this has the most per capita experiences, and it's supposed to feel like Burke. And considering, I think, just with the fact that it is the island of Burke. It should have its own island. Islands of Adventure seems like the place to go. And one of my qualifying phrases for any time we talk about islands of adventure is it depends on how good and how well received the new rumored popeye attraction is going to be but i 100 percent can see burke taking over toon lagoon you mean you meant movie you said attraction oh excuse me yes (laughs) bill dread barges yeah yes the movie if the new popeye movie is like slam dunk does a whole bunch like like does a whole lot of a whole lot of money they already have a a, they just have to update some images and it's current as opposed to right now where it's all ridiculously legacy properties and while replacing a legacy property with another legacy property think burke is burke is a little bit more it's definitely more current but i think it can fit with the aesthetic of islands of adventure a little bit more yeah and i think that would be a great spot for it too and properly enough space to really house of everything that they would want to do yeah it it would be it's going to be between reign of kong and uh marvel marvel island like 
it's it's gonna be weird but considering the flume of the the flume can essentially be replaced with roller coaster that land is there they're, they're also trying for some reason they're trying to up the amount of roller coasters that they have on property it seems. yeah so the Velocicoaster is going to be cool because it's going to kind of be against the water. Hulk is is already kind of against the water. And being able to fly over the water in in islands and seeing everything else, that, se- that seems like the most legit route to go. Yeah. So that seemed a little too easy. Is there anything, is there anything with Burke and, and having a land based on how to train your dragon that is like do you have any things that that kind of put a pit like maybe let's not because we've already we're not in in our blue sky we are not going to be incorporating the wizarding world or the the fantastic beast thing is there a franchise that you would put instead of how to train your dragon this is my problem with universal i feel like uh you know, things that they've been trying to do in more modern times just aren't as successful and really, like, they have legacy properties. Like, we'll get to with Monsters, for example. Even if they did try to relaunch it and that didn't work, people are still always going to love Frankenstein and Dracula and, you know, characters like that. Whereas I feel like a lot of these other properties that they are acquiring kind of like how Disney has been acquiring different intellectual properties. It's like, it's not them. They, they don't necessarily own it. DreamWorks is a partnership, um, which has been ongoing and is continuing to be successful. But the question is, how long is that going to go for how to train your dragon is not a brand new property and it might they should have honestly built something with how to train your dragon in the parks years ago for i i'm really shocked that they didn't because it's just it's a prime property to do that but the question is you know in however many years' time, is it going to really be on the forefront of anyone's minds anymore? There's at least the uh, the original director uh, of the franchise is saying there's not going to be a fourth film. Um, like, I, I think that, you know, kids, by the time they're growing up, they might be interested in writing it, but they also might not feel like it's that cool anymore by the time it is ready for them. Like, they might be teens by the time everything is ready for them to experience, but they might be into something completely different. I just had one of my weird out-there epiphanies. Oh, boy. Because one of the things that, that you've said about this land is one of the things that people will always like and think is cool are dragons. dragons. And I was like, what's another franchise with dragons and it's got adventure and blah, blah. And then I was thinking of, well, we got, so our epic universes are monsters, dragons, magic, and video games, essentially. And then I was like, video games. I think there's a franchise that's still active now 
that might even have some more room to grow that is a household name that would be weird but minecraft whoa there is a minecraft film in the works right really? now it has been rumored for a long time but it, it Warner Brothers is doing a Minecraft movie with Rob McElhenney, who, who's in a, a... It's always sunny in Philadelphia. But Warner Brothers has a connection already with licensing Harry Potter. Minecraft is huge. You can still do stuff related to a dragon. You can still do stuff with water. You can... Like, there's arguably more that you can do. I think the problem then is reining it in. But can you imagine... So, some of the stuff that makes news is these ridiculous builds that people have. These cathedrals. Oh, it's Rohirrim. Oh, it's the Enterprise. Oh, it's whatever. Like, here's all, here's all of this ridiculous Minecraft architecture. And can you imagine walking up on it and seeing oak, birch, like, like any, everything? That, that doesn't seem likely... But that would be rad as hell. It would be rad as hell. I I also think that it would be unlikely, but that that would be really cool. It and some element of changing the landscape. If the it, however, like if you could do something to where you could mine something, or you could pop a block, or some something to be like Minecraft's real. This is wild. Who knows? I, I don't know. But like... I think it would have to be tied in VR in some way for AR. it to... Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, something like that. But something where you have a thing and it become And it's... You are in the video game world. Something that is rumored to be with the Mario Kart attraction. Um, Cam in chat is asking, how would a Minecraft theme park server recreate theme park the a theme park's Minecraft land? Easily. Because they already have all of the tools at their disposal. <laughs> It's like Legoland. Legoland. That's exactly what I was thinking as you Legoland, were talking about it. The pieces are modeled after Lego bricks. Like theoretically, if you have the right sets, you can recreate Legoland at home, you know, to scale. So take that concept and put it into Minecraft. And even crazy if, you know, you, this is wild, wild speculation. But then you would have a, mine, uh, a Microsoft property with a Nintendo property in the same park. And that'd be weird. It's like cross-platform play. But that that is like the only current future-looking franchise that I could think of that could hold a candle to Burke. Now, that's not to say that I don't want to visit Burke because that, that whole world is, for lack of a better word, magical. It's really cool. And I... It's one of those things where I hope that the, like, we're, you're, it's going to feel like you're riding on a dragon. Well, I just want to ride on a dragon. Disney did that with uh, the, the Flight, Flight of, passage, of Passage. Where, oh, I'm riding, I'm riding on a thing. This feels like I'm riding on a thing. Yeah, but Universal also already did what it feels like to fly in a dragon. In fact, they were dueling dragons, and now they're gone. And that's the weird thing. Is next to the Dragonland is a dueling coaster. Yeah, that no, we don't know its deal. Except it's supposed to be themed space. to space, space somehow. Now, thinking of space and what sort of space 
we would take for Universal Monsters. Now, I think this has to go in Universal Studios proper. That is 100% the way I feel. It, it's just, it, we got to... We need to reground that park in in what Universal is and and being a theme park that that is based on uh, writing the movies and, and experiencing be, the world of the movie. Yeah, like I I'm all about you know exploring new properties and and trying to like find something really exciting. But like in order for things to be able to stay longer so that you don't have to keep updating things so that your park doesn't constantly feel tired. <laughs> you need to you need to invest in things that have stood the test of time. You need to invest in classic stories, which is also why I think it it was a real detriment that we lost so much of Lost Continent already mm. um, for Islands of Adventure. But for Universal specifically, their heart their soul, what put them on the map, were their horror films. They're classic. Everybody loves them. People still watch them. Um, it's an event. Um, and so much of Universal is also tied to Halloween and to, to horror um, and, and those classic special effects. Um, it's just, it it is ripe. It is ready. And, like, they are the ones that should do it, should have done it a long time ago, and um, hop to it. <laughs> Get on it. It should end up, I think, in the New York section because there is a lot of space there for a lot of junk that I think can get knocked down. At the same time, while I definitely understand that and I think there's a lot of stuff that could go, that's also where the, hey, we don't have a theme for this. That's why. And it would be next to How, Mummy. However, I think <laughs> this top corner, I think the only thing that could replace Men in Black Alien Attack would be Universal Monsters. Because mm. you enter, you walk you walk out of the, the entrance, and you look over, and there's Frankenstein's castle. Like, like all of that stuff. And... To me, that allows you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get into all of the dead space behind the dead space behind it. Mm. But by taking Fear Factor Live, you already have a theater space that you could use for their rumored theater space, which was supposed to be Beetlejuice 3.0, 4.0. Well, then, that's just what I'm speculating. Well, that's, that's the that's the speculation. If it's Universal Monster themed and there's a, a show space, what kind of a show can you do? We already have one. People are clamoring for it. It's Beetlejuice. And then Men in Black, I love the ride. I really do. Oh, we love it it's so much. phenomenal. But something along these lines sounds like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. The only thing that would then be an issue is the transition from that world to The Simpsons. And here's where the eventual solution comes through. The Simpsons area becomes the expansion plot. It's like, all right, we're going to ride this. We're going to ride the licensing deal out. And we're going to choose not to renew. He whatever. We're getting rid of the Simpsons here. And that becomes a new place for future monster attractions. Okay. So I appreciate everything that you are suggesting <laughs> here. But I am looking at the map and I am seeing what is 
directly next to that space and in conjunction. And as much as we're trying to save talking about it for the end, that also looks like what would also be the expansion plot connected to that. So I think there might be some hesitation there if, uh, if that would happen. Then they might be kind of building themselves into a corner. Yeah, I can, I can understand that, but if we if we draw the line from Simpsons mm-hmm. and all the way across, it looks like the amount of land that they were putting apart for the second attraction, That's the rumored true. swamp thing attraction. So and there you go. Now it's not something that ever really becomes a problem. People go, oh, we don't these office buildings can't be here anymore. Okay, and then they move the office buildings, yeah. and then they have a whole bunch of new land. And people just have to drive a little bit farther. So that isn't, like, relocating all of that space isn't necessarily a thing to me. Cause, so then, so do you, do you agree with me? Did you, so you had, you were down here for the, the New York, despite it being Mel's and it being kind of Hollywood, the studio portion of the, of the park. Where would you, where would you, like, draw your line? So you've got Mummy right here, so you would mm-hmm. keep that. So would it encapsulate, like, all of Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket through Despicable Me? Like, all of this? And so that when people look up into this corner, that's where the the Frankenstein... Pretty much, and probably knocking down Blue Man Group as well. Okay, so it would take the Blue Man Group... Um, I think Transformers will probably stay. Mm -hmm. I I don't anticipate Transformers going anywhere for a while just because the ride is really good. Um, (laughs) But we're knocking down Jimmy Fallon. Goodbye, Jimmy Fallon. I love you, but I don't love your ride. Um, Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket. It's a generic coaster. Um. That would also get rid of Despicable. So that so that's my thing. Is there's so much, like so tightly knit together that all of the yeah. <laughs> Jimmy and we are looking at Google Maps. Yes. If you want to Reminder, join us, looking at Google Maps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are looking at that that New York corner. There's so much together, and the the entryway is is here. Mm-hmm. No, it's here. This is the entrance because mm. Bourne's there. Oh yeah. So you would be sent. It would have to. Hmm. These yeah. these studios. I guess that is of kind studios, of uh, that is challenging. That is yeah. challenging. But I it's will a cool say, sightline. Uh, sure. Um, and I mean, I will say, I would rather. Okay, one, I do feel that this park needs a better like entryway. I feel like right now, um, it doesn't feel very inspired. I feel kind of um, confused and overwhelmed every time I step into that park. And it's just like, here's a bunch of billboards for a couple of different rides that don't really connect in any way to each other. And it's generic uh, studio box cement ambiance. And, um, well, that's not very inviting for a theme park. Um, and I mean, I, I would prefer that Monsters has in more space to expand. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. 
but I, I feel like mummy should be, be with, I feel like it should. I feel like they should be even with if, each other. Even if it's a different era of mummy? Yeah. Okay. It's the, it's the middle child because it's not dark universe mummy, but it's also not the mummy from the original monsters, but... Yeah, or if if just re, just redo that, <laughs> but yeah. So going back to Epic Universe, and the, and the picture that we've been consulting the high def map, that top right hand corner, it doesn't look like that big of a footprint. It really doesn't. the The majority of the ride is passed in a in a big show building. That yeah, of course we're not seeing. Though we are seeing it with other attractions, like we see it in Mario Kart. We see the big show building. Um, we see it, we see some of it with Harry Potter, but it's covered with fireworks. I mean, it's not exciting to look at a piece of concept art and see like, uh, Ooh, an unadorned <laughs> show building. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I do. Uh, so yeah, monsters has got to happen. Monsters 100% has to happen. Where Wherever it goes, it needs to go. I feel like it really... I feel like it should have never been suggested for another park in the first place. I feel like no matter what, it should go in Universal Orlando. So we've already, we've knocked down a land. We're like, well, well, this one, this one, yeah, this one would be nice. And then Monsters, spiritually, deserves to be included. And now, the one that contractually (laughs) (laughs) has to be included. Super Nintendo World. We talked about it a little last time. Now, as much as much as I would want this to be a place for Bikini Bottom, the current children's area, and it would also kind of match where it is in Japan too, in yeah. terms of like up and to the right. The current the current children's area with your animal actors, your day in the park with Barney. If you listen to our SpongeBob episode, you've heard us talk all about those different attractions. That stuff has got to go because Mario's got to go in there. He does. And so this would all be happening again right after E.T. Yeah. E.T. is staying. That's not going away. Animal Actors is probably going to stay too. As much as it's kind of a, a relic, I think you put the pipe... Like right here, yeah. And then you go in that way. I feel like in terms of positioning, it doesn't have to leave. But yeah. like the the water park with Curious George and and all of that. And so Goodbye. we've draw we've drawn a line for Simpsons up past some of the some of the stuff, and that's that would be our uh, expansion plot for monsters. And now the other half of all of that office space becomes the Super Nintendo World expansion plot. Mario Kart is a big building. Actually, Google Maps. Let's go to Google Maps and let's go to... Let's t- let's take a trip, everybody. Universal Japan. Let's take a look and see how big that... Ho- <laughs> it went to, like, global. Come on, Osaka. Let's... All right, here we go. Where is it? Okay, backdraft. <laughs> We're taking a trip, y'all. Hollywood dream that... Oh, ooh, I can't get that far. Okay, there's Super <laughs> Nintendo. Oh, does it not have a... It doesn't have... Okay, it doesn't have a building layout. But, um, yeah, 
So with this setup, not getting rid of ET, it looks like we would have, at the very least, room for the first two phases. Yeah. And with that, that would, we would get Donkey Kong, we would get Mario, but... I think they would build them all at the same time yeah. because of, regardless of everything that has been said to be in the pipeline, haha. Um, I feel like because of all of the delays, they're going to want to go right into building the Donkey Kong stuff. Well, the, the Epic Universe was supposed to get all of it at once anyway. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Japan was is like is going to earmarked for the expansion. We don't know how much California is getting in total, but probably just Mario Kart. Whereas Orlando was going to get Phase One and Phase Two. That was going to be an Epic Universe with more room for expansion. So, it is there any other place that you could think of other than this kids area on the property where it could go? I feel like this is what makes the most sense. And considering what we've also been hearing from internal plans, like that that's really the earmarked space, I really don't think that there's a necessity to look in another area. Of course, I feel like it could easily fit in Islands of Adventure if they wanted to do it. But... It doesn't surprise me that they're really looking at Kid Zone for that expansion plot. No, me neither. The only other thing that I would want to bring up, though there's a lot less room because it's already populated, is you take the second half of the other half of um Simbad? No, well, Simbad, but what's what the hell is this land called? I can't brain right now. Lost Continent. Lost Continent. You take the, starting from the, essentially Hogwarts Express, and you go all the, all the way through Seuss Landing. You take, that, I'm just saying, this is like, we're already in Blue Sky and we're in Hypothetical Land of the Wazoo, but you. I will chain myself to Poseidon's Fury. Well, Okay. We're, we're going to be doing an episode coming up where we talk about like water experiences f- featuring like Atlantis and mythology and this and that. The, the guts of Poseidon's Fury can be used for a Nintendo attraction. And it's, and it's been a heavily rumored, heavily rumored of like, oh, you put a Legend of Zelda, you put the water temple in there. Done and done. And that could be Great. But <laughs> but that's that's a lot of ifs, this and that. But then you that part of the Lost Continent becomes Hyrule or it becomes uh, wherever like something themed to Legend of Zelda and the land or the the you could even do a Legend of Zelda show. Who gives a crap? But um, some of that land, if it could get used for an attraction, like a different attraction. Yeah. So one of the main one of the main pieces of the show that I wanted to talk about was that Nintendo expansion. What a transition. Now, <laughs> the fact that we are now, presumably, at the at the very least, we are not getting Epic Universe in the way that it is currently rumored to be. I think that 
the park will in some fashion be built. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think one would open until maybe about eight to ten years from now. And that's open because they need to get a lot of capital back. They need to hire a lot of people back. And they need to design a whole new version of the theme park. Exactly. And unfortunately, because of how the pandemic has affected Universal and Comcast's uh, budgets and pocketbooks, they have let a lot of people go, especially Universal Creative. Um, they So they would need to go back. They would need to rehire people. They would need to go back to the drawing board. I know that it's not per se clear to a lot of people, but developing lands and attractions and, and doing all of that research and planning before we see even a little bit of concept art, it takes like usually four or five years for creatives to put all of that stuff together. So just conceptually, it takes a long time. And that's not even considering building stuff. So even if they call people back right away to develop things, it's going to take a while. So here's my thought. We have the phase ones of the lands that are already planned. And those are going to go into the current theme parks one way or another. Whether it's Burke or Minecraft. Wherever the Monster Land is going to go. Wherever Super Nintendo World is going to go. It's going to happen. It's going to go there. Now, do we iterate on that? Do the phase two, phase three versions, are those new anchors for epic universe harry potter not gonna happen we need a new, we need a new franchise for that do we use another famous do we get dracula's castle as a centerpiece of a second universal monsters land that happens here and we have a dracula attraction do we get donkey kong or another nintendo franchise which i want to talk about to be the anchor of this Super Nintendo World. I think that that's going to be the first thing that Universal is going to want to jump on. And again, like a lot of this, we're talking about Blue Sky. Um, and, and Mark is really going Blue Sky. And I'm <laughs> thinking in the analytical, uh, what are these executives going to sign off on? I, I uh, think I, for a couple of these, I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, like, what do what we need to fill out this theme park? <laughs> Yeah. What are what were our B ideas? What are our B ideas that we can turn into A ideas? And I I mean I don't know I don't know what they would prefer to do. And the thing is like we've seen with Harry Potter that they're not afraid to spread that franchise out between different parks, though they were able to come up with a solution between one park versus another by using the Hogwarts Express. Um but I when I think about Nintendo, I would want to be able to like go to everything from the same place. And and so here's here's where I'm gonna come in with that. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of similar looking landmarks when it comes to certain certain. Well, okay. So specifically, what when I'm thinking about what Nintendo franchises they could use as physical representations in these parks, I look at the Smash Brothers roster. <laughs> because that's that's top tier. You know yeah. that that's the stuff that they're going to be investing in. So right now, here I'm looking at a picture of the first 
Smash Brothers roster. We've got Luigi Mario Yoshi already represented in Super Nintendo World. We've got DK represented in Super Nintendo World. What's left? Ness Mother franchise not going to happen. Captain Falcon F Zero. That's a fast franchise. That could be a roller coaster. That could be a whatever. That could be a motion. Sim- that could be a Simpsons esque big screen. Everybody's in a race car racing on a on a on a circuit thing. Metal music. No, I know, I know. But I'm just I'm just thinking of. Thanks. I hate it. But um, Samus Metroid, big franchise for Nintendo. We actually have when we get to some of our ideas. Cam has a great idea for a an attraction, but in terms of like. Public knowledge, the most public knowledge for Metroid seems to come from Smash Brothers because the Metroid games are kind of few and far between. But we start looking as we start looking at Kirby. You have a family franchise right there. I love Kirby so much. We had a great idea. Uh, um, was it Cam? Yeah, Cam. Also, just on it. A uh, a Kirby restaurant slash cafe where you could see an animatronic Chef Kirby. Oh my cooking. god, that's, that's amazing! Cute as hell. But that's a family franchise that is easily recognizable, easily merchandisable. You can make another family ride like you would Yoshi with Kirby. Everybody's riding a warp star, something like that. Fox, you've got a high high uh, high speed space franchise it could be something like a like a star tours or it could be something different it could it could also be a roller coaster but 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 we have pikachu we've got pokemon i'd say the the two franchises the fact that we haven't heard anything about legend of zelda or pokemon any sort of anything in these lands is ridiculous to me people you know I, I mentioned legend of zelda as a as a reskin of poseidon's fury you, you could do that that's that would be cool i think people would like that but there's a lot of there's a lot of uh hate from the legend of zelda community when it comes to like water temples or water levels the only uh, okay I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself one of the things that this that the concept for super nintendo world is missing in my opinion is a water ride. And mm. there is a Legend of Zelda franchise that is on the ocean, for God's sake. You get your own boat, you take a ride around the ocean, you beat Ganon, something like that. But my original point, before I get too far away from it, when it, when it comes to Legend of Zelda, some of the big cities in Pokemon, and Mario, castles. Like, castles are a big thing. We already know that we're getting Bowser's Castle and some sort of a representation of Peach's Castle in vanilla phase one super mario world or, or super nintendo world and i was like oh well, we could do if we do a legend of zelda land it would either have to be something with like the temple of time as a as a centerpiece or zelda's castle as a centerpiece but then you've got a whole bunch of castles you're starting to look like disney all right now that we're splitting these up into different lands what if we have hyrule field and zelda's castle as a centerpiece to look in as you enter the warp pipe or you enter through the like a, the lost woods or something like that cool great grand you've got hyrule castle that's your thing or you have the pokemon league which is this like huge this huge flipping thing and you've got some sort of a representation representation of pokemon you're like there's a lot of hype because like the pokemon league challenge is happening and there's like there's something there but when it comes to water rides 
we either do I'm all over the place. But we either do a Legend of Zelda water ride, but it's the Wind Waker, so that you have flooded Hyrule and it's a little bit more widely accepted. It's not as like hard edged as the regular Zelda games. It's a little bit more cartoony, a little bit more approachable. Kids may not be as scared to go to like go on it. Or Pokemon Snap! Like, you have a, a multi-terrain vehicle that you're in, there's a new game coming out, and there's a, like, it then presents an interactive element of taking pictures of Pokemon, and then it, if you've got the thing, like the, the wristband that's supposed to keep points and make things interactive, that's a way to get a high score. You get a, a good picture of, of Pikachu over here, over there, and then it's something that you can then have on your phone. It's something that, that you can have sent to you or you pick your, your like three favorites like you have to in the original game and those are ones that you can take around with you. And I feel like that's a much more positive transition between the uh, point and shoot rides as opposed to like, yeah, you're pointing and shooting, but with the camera, <laughs> this is for you to say for your memories. Mm-hmm. So like there's a lot of, there's a lot of Nintendo franchises so there's one in particular that you've been interacting with almost exclusively. And I wanted to know if you had any ideas on how to implement Animal Crossing into Super Nintendo World. Oh my God. Or a version of Super Nintendo World. Well, no matter what, it would have to start by Tom Nook saying that you owe him money and you'd <laughs> have to run around the land to do tasks for him. Oh, which people might not be so happy about, but that would be the honest to God Animal Crossing experience. Uh, who was it? It was. Uh, yeah. That might Cam be again. fun. Cam, Cam, you've got all of these great ideas, and I and I humbly appreciate it. But Cam's idea was, you. It's a store modeled after the Able Sisters. Ooh. And that and that's the main. And it's just filled to the brim with like bell bags and and that's one of the shops and that's how you get your animal crossing stuff is it's an able sister shop or it could be a, a nooks uh uh what's i i'm cranny so, yeah it could be a nooks cranny and that's where like you've got the boys behind a thing or you could like similarly to uh star wars you see them like working up and you or you hear like the duh, duh, like them crafting stuff um <laughs> could you imagine if all of the cast members were like a vocal Thing that made them do that, like the little the little mumblies, little Animal Crossing mumblies. Um, that would become a major problem. <laughs> speaking of a major problem, Cam's idea finishes with the main idea in the back being a build a bear style, build your own villager. Wow, <laughs> that's amazing. Cam, you need to like you need to be in blue sky, uh, but um. Yeah, I, I was trying to figure out, like, Animal Crossing, especially this year, has made such a huge splash, and it's so much more in the public eye right now. So now you see the text <laughs> boxes. So it's, a, it's like a, a framed uh, checkout, and so you see the man, like, you see the words as they do it on, like, a, a video screen on top of their heads. Yeah. That was a good, that was a good try, Ron. Oh. Um, <laughs> Stardew recommends a Mario Mini Golf Land. That could be something they could do at one of the resorts. You could do a Man, uh, Mario Mini Golf. Mini Golf is like crazy in Orlando. Yeah. Like you, 
not that I encourage sneezing right now, um, but like you sneeze and you find one. They're everywhere, everywhere. And you haven't you haven't met him, but uh, Mysteriosa Volpe uh, suggested Brewster's Coffee, who, who's a a, a, a a barista character in the Animal Crossing universe. So if there's a way where you could get, like that's the thing that we were talking about in the SpongeBob episode was if these universes have some sort of gimmick food or something and i know like coffee's coffee but if it's brewster's coffee that's different like if it's a donkey kong banana something that's different if it's like that sweet looking uh like melon honeydew type melon in the yoshi world what does that taste like like you see yoshi's gobble that up all the time what does it taste like but um there was also a really good idea that young bro had of um a uh a splatoon themed show and if i i know it wait is it it's not uh i'm i'm like all over the place you really th- are there isn't water world isn't at orlando anymore is it it was never at orlando okay so this is an idea for the japanese one mm-hmm. is that the water world stage you have a Splatoon themed show. They're they're like idols. There's like two in each game there's like a pair of idols that perform. And since it's water based, you could have like a Splatoon themed shell and like colored water and blah blah blah. And then that was like, oh wait, there's so much more that Universal Japan could do. What if like the projection ones that they swap out like every couple of months, like for the anime rides or whatever, those become additional nintendo land experiences like japan has so much that they can do of just like yeah we can do we can just projection map that yeah we can do that oh and and stardrew brings up a good point wasn't there water water evil mario so they're in in a super mario sunshine mario gets framed for dirtying up the island so he cleans it up huh. so you you could also do a mario sunshine theme thing but Having a fully costume, they because w- they wouldn't make it an actor. A fully felt costumed Mario with a water gun flood sort of thing at no, like it would be cool, but Nintendo would never do it. Yeah, <laughs> they would be like, no, we're not gonna do that. Um, so young, bro, I feel the lawyers uh, already knocking on the door. So young bro also had a daily Pikachu crossing, like they do in Japan. Where they just get a bunch of people in Pikachu costumes, just like kind of amp- like across the oh my God. across the street, and they're just they're all friends, and it's a nice time. Aww, <laughs> um, that's precious. What else was there? Oh, uh, Animal Crossing Tarantula Island. Oh, <laughs> but then so so that's looking at the Smash Brothers like. There, there's some pliable stuff with the majority of these characters. You def, you gotta like. You're dealing with the Pokemon company. It's not just Nintendo. So it's the Pokemon company and Nintendo coming together to do something Pokemon. I think Pokemon is like the most exciting potential for for so many different things. Um, like just Mario was already like really exciting. And I mean, I'm super excited to see everything that comes out of Japan um, and more details as they come for Super Nintendo World, but I think of Pokemon, and then those thoughts, like, 
multiply tenfold. It's diverse. Like it's it's so they've diversified the property so much that you can really think of anything. The blue sky is the limit. Wink. When it comes to Legend of Zelda, it's not there. There are general Legend of Zelda fans, but there are people who have their favorite. And so if those people aren't tailored to, they'll be like, oh, it's good, but. I wish they could have, if they did this from Breath of the Wild, or if they did this from Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. Like with Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Kind of, yeah. So it would, like, to that end, they're kind of in a corner of something to appeal to every Legend of Zelda fan. And so I think that might be a little bit harder to do. But at the same time... That's one of the more ubiquitous titles along with Pokemon. So I can see them doing something Legend of Zelda. But you want to get a little bit more terrified? Oh, dear. We're going to go from the... So I, I like using the Smash Brothers roster to determine, oh, what does Nintendo think is important? Let's take a look at the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate character select screen. Huh. And just this mess of what the You can hell? play with Isabel? Yeah, you can play with, She was one of the new characters this year. Uh, okay, we'll figure it out. Okay. But, so looking at this, there's still one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, yeah, Sonic. Seven. Sonic is Sega. Yeah. So it's, it's a little bit different of a licensing snafu. But looking at this, we're looking at one, two, eight, eight or nine... Mario characters, and Mario's taken care of. Uh, and as Cam aptly puts, some of those would be impossible for the Nintendo IP park because there's a lot of third-party characters. Like, we can't do Bayonetta. We can't do Castlevania, though I would love a, like, monster-filled adventure ride where you, like, you have to destroy Dracula by the end of it. You can't do Shulk because that's third-party. Snake, third-party uh terry banjo hero joker yeah all that stuff no no street fighter no mega man no um i think it is 10 for mario i think it's 10 but um fire emblem not strong enough uh they're not in order animal crossing i really do think that there's that there's something there There, there's something there you just have to because so much of animal crossing is kind of like killing time I mean, in, in like the most pleasant way, but that's that's what the game really is. There's also no story. Yeah, it, it's really about what you want to do. Um, I I think they would need to lean into like very much interacting with villagers and visiting certain popular ones. It's like Evermore. It's like Evermore, but it's Animal Crossing. You know, that's kind of what I was thinking, actually. Ooh. So, like, I really enjoyed the Animal Crossing movie, but it's there's nothing about it. There's no, like, there's kind of a story, but nothing happens. So, I, you could have Wario-themed, uh, like, carnival games, and it's all, like, cheap toys, because that's him. But Fire Emblem's a no-go. Kirby, I, I don't know about a ride, but some sort of an experience with Kirby seems likely... Um, Pikmin, you could probably do something with Pikmin, but probably, it probably wouldn't be a major attraction. Yeah, I, I can't, like, maybe not a, yeah, maybe not a Pikmin attraction, but there's something there. 
Rob. So Rob and Duck Hunt and Mr. Game and Watch. There's like a retro contingent. Yeah. Is there like Mario like cover? I don't. I don't see how they could do unless it's like again carnival games. If you had like some of the original Game and Watch concepts as carnival games or duck hunt but it's the clay pigeon shooting as opposed to shooting ducks uh ice climbers no pac-man no <laughs> um yeah like looking at it not to, not to say that it's gotten super diluted but when it comes to franchises that nintendo can really do something with you gotta go back to the og you gotta go back to that super smash brothers um yeah the wario wear midway there you go that's good uh, punch out I star drew I don't I mean it's boxing it's it's just boxing I can't see unless it's a midway game unless it's like the old Wario where like very quick thing so looking at this a Legend of Zelda ride a or a Pokemon ride that's like top tier that's like we gotta get on this stuff boom then after that I would say Fox Kirby samus. And so Metroid, Kirby, Star Fox. And then under that, maybe Captain Falcon, maybe maybe F-Zero, something. And and I would put Animal Crossing in that tier three, or tier four with Samus, Fox, Kirby, Animal Crossing. Something there. Um, but, like, there's a, there's a lot that Nintendo can do, but what will they do? Yeah. do do <laughs> Um... Mario Kart bump them. Will you be able to do that in the Mario Kart ride that's already announced? Um, I know we've talked about Cam a lot, but he did. But he did. Um, We're big fans of Cam. Big fans of Cam. That's why he's modded. But uh, he did suggest for all of you Metroid fans out there. Now I'm I'm a casual Metroid fan, but I uh, I understand this. Uh, I'm gonna read his idea for Metroid Escape from Zebus, a Metroid themed dark ride that takes you through alien landscapes and caverns on a ride vehicle modeled after Samus's ship. The ride will go through iconic locations of the planet Zebus, the Chozo ruins, Brinstar, Norfair, etc. You pass through things like Chozo statues and animatronics of recognizable Metroid enemies, of course, but the main features are three huge animatronics. Ridley, Kraid, who of course would only be seen partially due to his size, and of course, Mother Brain. Lights and laser effects will, will show you fighting the enemies you come across. The ride's end will come when you beat Mother Brain and have to escape the planet before it explodes. A timer will start counting down as your ride vehicle makes a hasty retreat through copies of rooms you've already been through, now falling apart as the planet begins to explode, uh, before arriving at the ride's exit with the success jingle. It's a great idea, and it also has a interactivity to it. Like because all of these are video games, you could f- you can figure out a way to have some level of interactivity for the whole points wristband gimmick thing that they're that's the literally the whole gimmick for Super Mario, uh, which I wonder how they're gonna incorporate into the roller coaster, the the Donkey Kong roller coaster. Yeah, maybe ba- banana collections. You collect the Kong letters, extra lives. Who know? Like you're like to try to keep you from freaking out about all of the pitfalls that you're jumping over you're like grabbing at stuff like oh there's a banana oh there's a bunch of bananas oh got it the kremlings bonk like something i don't know there there's a lot and i oh, i think the biggest problem is that we have to wait <laughs> yes yes because i want to i would if we could go to japan 
and see this as it's as it opens. I'd oh. like the next in line would be California, but that that was on schedule for 2021. We don't know when in 2021, and we don't know how much is done, or if it's all external, how much of the internal stuff is done. Yeah. But man, <laughs> this all seems like fun, and I guess we're just gonna play Smash Brothers in the meantime. <laughs> Well, you, now you want to play with Isabel, so yeah. we got to figure that out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> long story short. Oh, so so huh, I know it was all over the place, and essentially, if you couldn't tell, all of that Nintendo talk was what I what I. He's so to talk excited. About. <laughs> <laughs> really, but so we're thinking maybe a phase two of a different iconic Universal monster. We're thinking a phase two, different couple of iconic Nintendo properties. But looking at the other side of the park, what replaces Burke? What replaces the Wizarding World? Minecraft. It's all Minecraft. <laughs> like this could be this could be a spot where it it would be a complete departure, but this could be a place where you make a dedicated like Fast and the Furious land. Not the best idea. <laughs> because it's eh. but like the rumor no. is the, well the rumor is, is that Fast 9 is gonna be in space what so it's a, it's like a, a world trekking franchise lord have it's mercy it's fast rides you're already gonna make some bloody flipping uh, roller coasters you, uh, <laughs> or you know what you know what would be cool and would be associated with space Cybertron and you do a Transformers world. A Transformers land. So it's a very high grossing franchise. And they'll probably never stop making content. <laughs> I am not enthusiastic. But but then you walk in and you'll be like, oh, it's like robots that could turn into cars. That's great. <laughs> or dinosaurs. Um, I, I will say, like looking at Epic Universe and then considering what's going to be taken out, they need to be able to put something in for the ladies. And that that's something that I feel is sorely missing right now. Hmm. No, I don't think... I was going to... No, no. It was the first thing that came to mind just because they already have association in the park and they already featured in at least three of the parks that we visited. Some kind of, like, no, I feel, I feel bad saying it. If, if they need a kid's world, they could do Hello Kitty. But that's not necessarily... Your eyes widened. Why did your eyes widen? Do you want to meet Batsmaru? <laughs> I, no, it just, I love the Universal and Hello Kitty... Uh, merchandise that's merged together and I just imagined like a Hello Kitty uh, introduced ride that goes through like classic Universal rides that don't exist anymore. What if, what if, this... and I got really excited. Yeah, what if, what if the, the, the Hello Kitty land is a miniaturized like world of Universal and you're visiting you're visiting Hello Kitty on her trip to a to a universal theme park. And so it's Hello Man, Kitty. Man, that's eyes, meta. Hello Kitty eyes versions of like popular rides. 
So it's literally the kids don't want to go on Jurassic Park, but we can go on Hello Kitty's Jurassic Park adventure. Man, that's wild. That that like now now we're in like whole new territory. We're no, we we've been beyond blue sky. No, but this is beyond 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 blue sky. Aliens. Um <laughs> I I like having these episodes because you can just let your mind wander. Yeah. And I think the that left half of the park will be fine. It'll be phase two, phase three of successful lands that will be appearing in other parks around Universal Orlando or around the world. But that right side, we're not going to be doing anything. And in the center, if it's all space themed and we still get the space roller coaster, whatever. But the Fantastic Beasts area, no. The Burke area, if it gets if it doesn't get built in another place, it's going to wait 10 years. There would have to be another How to Train Your Dragon movie to justify that franchise being Yeah, there. exactly. And and that would be the only and it would still be fine. It would still be cool and people go, "Oh yeah, I remember that." Like that's that's one of the major problems with with universe as it is right now is except for Nintendo, it's all legacy franchises. All of the stuff there haven't been movies or or products in there haven't been because that's not fair to the to to the dra- how to train your dragon film series or uh, TV series Netflix series like I don't no, know if great. that's still going but the, like in terms of films films are done Stranger Things no that's too much that's too far like Universal Monsters is still monsters and horror nights and you can you can do stuff with that. But going straight up Stranger Things, I don't know about that. Okay. But Netflix isn't a bad place to look. Yeah. Like Netflix original series. Um, like something that has... <laughs> something that was there day one that could be... I don't know if I don't know if they would do it. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters Dark Ride. You're in New York and there are just ghosts everywhere. It's still metropolitan like Wizarding World. But it's New York instead. And you've got the... You can see Gozer up top. And it's just this really awesome looking Ghostbusters Dark Ride. I would hope... Bill Murray's really rough when it comes to his likeness. When it comes to the Ghostbusters franchise. Yeah. And now that Harold Ramis is gone. Um, like that's... That's still the 80s and they're trying to reboot it. So like... Ugh. I don't know, but that's just something the, that, that movie mind. is still coming. Whenever the heck that's coming to theaters. What do you mean? There, there's. Oh, gonna, that's right. Yeah, the, yeah, new, yeah. The, the new new Ghostbusters movie that takes place in the universe of the original two. That's right, and that looked good. It looks really interesting. Look, it looked that interesting. That might be that might be something. Maybe, maybe. Uh, let us know what franchises you think are strong enough to have their own land in this new version of Epic Universe that we're probably going to be getting. Or if you don't think that all of them should be franchises, clearly because they put some sort of not tied to any IP space-themed dueling roller coaster that they're not completely opposed to doing something original. If you have any cool Blue Sky thoughts there, too, so shout them out. Uh, Cam just put in chat, battle Avatar Land with Avatar Land, but instead of 
<laughs> yeah. Instead of Navi, it's Avatar The Last Airbender. And you know what? Netflix is still going ahead. With that franchise. Yeah. Um, even though it's... So that might be a rights issue. That That's probably going to be the most complicated thing. And, and if... And if we've learned anything from looking over why SpongeBob hasn't had anything made, I couldn't imagine Avatar having something being made. And as much mm. as I would like it, people would want to bend. Well, I mean, there are non there are more non-benders, so it would have to be Republic City. Mm. I know, I know. But if you have if you have Republic City and cuz then what is it? Is it the capital of the Fire Nation? Is it Bossing Say? Is it an air temple? Like it's that's the thing. Everything, it's, it's Mark. about it's about traveling. So if that's you have true. if you have a central hub where you can go, all right, we're gonna we're gonna take a sky bison tour of the of the air temples, and on your way to the air temples, you run into the Fire Nation or to Kavira or whatever, like or a new something like ha- like now that we have a full timeline of Aang's life essentially with the comics and Korra. Putting something in that timeline where we would have a uh, we would have a a land to explore. I don't know, like Republic City. Looking at it from a theme park perspective, Republic City makes the most sense. Um, Cam has also a point. Um, just because Muggles enter Diagon Alley doesn't mean that they're not able to practice magic in Wizarding World of Harry Potter. The difference that I would say there is you have a prop as opposed to bending, which is all natural. That's true. It is form based. So maybe your form's not as good or whatever, or you have to sit or you have to be like, go earth bend. You know what? It would probably have to be a show for the bending. So there would be, it would be like a special effects theater based around it. And you, you'd have like, you know, You'd have a master teaching you. You'd have the kids no, coming down, not, kind of no. like. <laughs> if we're doing a show in an Avatar: The Last Bender, Last Airbender themed world, and it's not the players, it's not the Ember Island players. <laughs> I'm out. Kutsky, we're gone. You can you imagine being able to walk in and see Ember Island players? And it's it's like think of the acting job too of like. I like not just like oh I I'm Aang it's I'm Aang in the Ember Island players retelling of the story. That would be fun as all hell. Uh... <sighs> uh and Cam says again they could make an Avatar world version of Batu, early stages of Republic City likely. Excuse me, I've been I've been really like good with He's that. He's full of gas. I really am. Hot air. My gaseous body, but. Yeah, like, or it's or it's a city that learned from the public city, and it's its own thing. Something where it's Could like, be. oh, here's a here's a world hub. We learned from Republic City, and blah 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 blah. Something like that. A new progressive world. A new progressive world, and that uh, missed that world. Yeah. I still I still liked Korra. I liked it. I didn't love it like I love the original series. Of course, naturally. Yeah. It's hard to live up to that. That was, oh, that was wild. So uh, yeah, that's not a that's not a. I want that, but they would never do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I can't. I 
can't think of it. Or or hmm, what if it was like the Northern Water Tribe, where it's just this big glacial thing and that'd be cool. It'd be cool, but then you'd be limiting it to Water Tribe, as opposed to Water's the coolest. Well, it's because you're a waterbender. Yeah, Earth's the coolest. And that's why it would have to be a place like Republic City where it would attract all of these different types of benders. What? That's I said. You say water's cool because you're. you're a I know. I know. I say cool. I'm just giving you the side eye. I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> and what a good time to sign off! Thank you, everybody, <laughs> for coming by and listening to this episode of Party of Two. Make sure to visit our T Public, slash Party of Two. And uh, follow us on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash markbedonica. Uh, that's where I stream video games, and every once in a while, Andrea will come on and, and do it too. But that's also where we record the show live. And you can interact with us and, and add your own two cents, much like Cam, much like Stardrew, and, and everybody else who joins us for these uh, different live streams. And thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you want to follow us on our social, you can follow me at Drea on Twitter. And you can follow me at Mark Bidonica. You can follow the show at Party of Two Pod. If you're listening to us on Anchor or wherever you get your podcasts, thank you so very much for doing so. And uh, tell your friends, you know, we like speculating on here. We talk, we've been, a lot of the time we talk about news. A lot of the time when we review, we can but I love the wild speculation. That's yeah. so much fun. Like, I think some speculation can get a little bit too out of hand. But when it comes to wild speculation, that's why I love Beyond Blue Sky. If you like the idea of Beyond Blue Sky, you can get a shirt at tpublic.com. <laughs> party of Two. But, um, yeah, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Party of Two podcast. We'll see you on the next ride.